What do you get when you cross chemistry, memory, sensuality, individuality, and fashionability? A beautiful alchemy. The Fragrance Files. Welcome to the Fragrance Files. My name is Lulu and I am your resident perfumiste and I'm going to be telling you today about something that's really going to lift your hearts, whatever the weather's like outside. At the time of recording, we're on a high weather alert. It's deep snow outside and more snow is falling down out of the sky. But Believe it or not, spring is on the way. It might even be with you now. And so I want to talk to you about some wonderful florals for the spring. I will be telling you about how the floral essence is got out of flowers and made into those delicious fragrances that you love. And then I will be sharing with you some of my top picks for the spring, fresh floral bouquets that you will love, and a couple of fleurs solis, that is solo flower smells that I adore too. It's an interesting thing that I found out that some flowers, you can't get essential oils out of them. In fact, some of my absolute favorite flower smells, they don't have any essential oils, these flowers, and they have to be manufactured from synthetic essences, from chemicals, in fact. The smell of the violet, which when you come across violets growing in the woods, the smell is just so delicious, so absolutely gorgeous, that it almost makes you want to cry. I just love it so much. The smell of the violet in perfume is something I really, really love. Yet to find a good violet fleur solis perfume is really, really hard. And that's because to make the smell of a violet is really, really hard. It does not have its own essential oil. It has to be made from chemicals. And to make it with chemicals without it smelling awfully cheap and tacky is terribly hard. One of my favourite violet perfumes was Penhaligon's Violetta, which is now sadly discontinued. Why, why, why? You cannot get it anymore. I have a treasured tiny bit left and I'm eking it out and eking it out and only wearing it when I feel I absolutely have to. But I do have something that's nearly as good, which I will mention a little bit later. Lily of the Valley. Lily of the Valley is a delicious smell for spring, wonderful, sweet and sharp and very green and it's the most delicious thing to wear for spring. It doesn't have its own essential oil and you have to make it with a synthetic essence but I do love the smell of it for spring. I have found a most glorious new fragrance which has Lily of the Valley very predominant and I'll be telling you about that in a little while. But for flowers that do have their own essential oils, how do you get them out of the flower and into the perfume? Well, there are several ways. First, there is distillation. This is where you put flowers into either a steam bath or you boil them. The steam rises, it's sucked into tubes, then it is cooled into a liquid. And that flowery dew is then made into our perfume. It's mixed with other ingredients and made into our perfume. 
Second up is solvent extraction. This is an extremely complex process, which even I'm having trouble <laughs> getting my head around. Flowers are put into drums and rotated. Benzene or petroleum stuff is put on them, which dissolves the flower parts and leaves a waxy substance, which is then placed in ethyl alcohol so that the essential oil rises to the top. The alcohol is then heated so that the alcohol burns off, which just leaves the oil. I mean, what a lot of things to go through. There must be simpler ways, but uh, maybe that's one of the easier of them. I don't know, but it just sounds horrifically complicated to me. Then we have enfleurage. This is where flowers are laid on glass sheets which have been coated with grease. They're pressed together and they're laid in tiers, in layers and put in frames and left. Then the flowers are changed out by hand and more of the same flower is put onto the sheets. Then they're put back in the frames and pressed and left. This goes on for a while until the grease or oil that's on the sheets has absorbed the flower's fragrance. Lastly, we have expression. This is the oldest and the least complex way of extracting oil from a plant and it's mostly used these days to extract oil from the rinds of fruits. This is where fruit or flowers or gums or resins or any kinds of things like that is put into a mechanical press or even a manual press and just squeezed manually or mechanically to extract any oil from the plant. I expect that the least is got out this way, which is why more cost-conscious ways have had to be found for getting more oil out of plants. So that is all the different ways that you can get essential oil from the plant into your perfume bottle. Now, everybody has their favourite perfume, but perfumes always smell better at different times of the year. There are some that I wear all year round, but there are some that I put away when it's summer and get out when it's winter, or I put away when it's winter and get out for summer. And here is what I always wear in the spring. We're going to start with Calvin Klein's Eternity. I have somebody who comes to see me every morning and she always wears this. And she breezes into the house like a breath of spring. Because this to me is spring in a bottle. I always think it is. So what we have here is a top of citrusy notes and a little bit of herbal. We then move to the middle into a bouquet of flowers, roses, jasmine, violets, and we dry down to a soft and woodsy base. The thing I smell very prevalently in this is the carnation. I absolutely love the smell of carnations in the spring, and you really get that from eternity. It's what a lot of brides tend to wear on their wedding days, I found. And it just really is like spring in a bottle. If I had to choose the smell of spring, I would choose eternity. And it has to be my top choice for spring. Calvin Klein's Eternity, you can get it just about everywhere. All these ones, actually, are ones that you can easily find in most places. I haven't chosen any exclusive to so-and-so perfumes. Second up, I've chosen a very classic perfume. Launched in 1948, this is L'Air du Temps by Nina Ricci. L'Air du Temps 
is a French expression and means the trend of the moment or fashionable at the moment or as we might say all the rage. It's a very iconic fragrance this is because of the look of the bottle. It has two flying doves on it and it's a beautifully designed bottle indeed. It's another one that's very popular for brides this perfume and you also might remember it if you saw The Silence of the Lambs where the terrifying Hannibal Lecter says to Clarice Starling from behind the glass that he can smell that she uses Evian skin products and sometimes L'Air du Temps, but not today. Terrifying. Notwithstanding, L'Air du Temps is a beautiful, beautiful white floral with a little bit of green. It's soft and clean, a little bit soapy, but not bad for that. It's like a breath of clean, fresh air, some people say. I saw a review where it was described like a cuddly white cashmere sweater. I thought that was a lovely analogy. I've written that one down here in my notes. It is a sparkling top note. Aldehydes, which are chemicals, have been used in this perfume. Don't be off put by that. Aldehydes are just things that make the perfume smell crisp and fresh. It's a crispy, sparkly top note. And then we have carnations and cloves and soft jasmine and we dry down to a soft base of iris and very soft wood i'm saying soft a lot that's what i associate with this it is a soft elegant understated very classy perfume i like it a lot and i have to wear it in the spring i said i was going to give you a couple of Fleur Solis, which are basically, they smell of one flower. I said I wasn't going to do any <laughs> exclusive uh, perfumes, perfumes that you can only get at one place. I'd forgot that I'd written this one down. Penhaligon's Bluebell. It's really worth getting this if you can. If you walk through a bluebell wood with a carpet of pale shimmering blue under your feet, that's what it smells like. That's the only way I can describe it to you. It's soft it's shimmering it's floral it's like flowers in the rain it's just beautiful and it really is the essence of spring another fleur solis is Annick Goutal's La Mimosa the smell of mimosa is very evocative for me in my school we used to have a conservatory where there was a mimosa tree and when it came into blossom I used to sneak off and get into the conservatory, which I wasn't supposed to be in there. It was out of bounds, unless there was a function on in there. But I loved to go in there because the smell of the mimosa in bloom was just totally amazing. And this perfume, La Mimosa, smells exactly like that. Soft and sweet and just heady and beautiful. And one more. Violetta di Parma. By Bossari. This is a very, very quiet perfume. It doesn't last long. I wear it to go to sleep in. But it is, again, violets under a shower. Soft and sweet and green. And it's a very beautiful violet perfume. It doesn't smell cheap. But it's a whisper of a perfume. 
I wear it to sleep in because it's just so soft and sweet. And it sends you off into sweet dreams. Let's do some fragrances for the day. Not that you couldn't wear any of these for the day, but I'm thinking more of younger, fresher, perhaps slightly newer fragrances that you could wear for the day. This one isn't particularly new. It came out about 10 years ago, maybe now. But it has a multitude of sisters and spin-offs. But I'm going to go with the original. This is Marc Jacob's Daisy. It has a fruity top note of strawberry and blood grapefruit. But it then bursts into a boisterous bouquet of white flowers. Every white flower you could think of. And quite a punch of musk in the base. I would say this one is quite musky. If you like musk, you will like this one. I really like this. I would say this is a nice one to wear to work if you don't put too much of it on. It really is a very likeable perfume indeed. And it has a lovely bottle. I really like the daisy bottle with the great big flamboyant white flower on top. It's a lovely one. So Marc Jacobs Daisy, you can buy it anywhere including in your local Walgreens or your local Boots. It's a great one. Many people like a fruity floral rather than a purely white flowers or fresh floral. So I've chosen a fruity floral here. I'm a great fan of Thierry Mugler. You either love him or you loathe him. Um, I think there aren't many people who are indifferent. I love Thierry Mugler. That's the person who brought out Angel back in the 90s. And the uh, opinions on that one rose up like the Red Sea. But Thierry Mugler's Aura is a very interesting fragrance. It has a top note of rhubarb leaf, which is kind of citrusy and crisp and slightly green. It then goes into a really nice orange blossom, which mixes with bourbon vanilla to give it a kind of slight sweetness to take off the very citrusy. And then it goes down to a nice floral and woodsy base. It's a very different smell and it is nice and floral for the spring. It's a very interesting smell and I think you'll like that one. If you are looking for a real, real crisp green fresh floral and you like Lily of the Valley, I would go for Mew Mew's Lobler. Mew Mew is, of course, the sort of youthful branch of Prada. And I am really impressed with this perfume. And I don't usually wear green florals. I absolutely love this one. It starts off with really kind of peppery lily of the valley. And then it broadens out into white flowers, honeysuckle and sort of really nice white flowers white flowers in the rain I would say again sort of wateriness dewdrop is listed in its ingredients I don't know what dewdrop's made of but it's listing hedony in its ingredients and hedony is a very different way of getting the flower smell it's more about a distillation rather than the solvent extraction again so it really is a nice, really nice, fresh kind of smell. And then it dries down to a lovely kind of soft, woodsy base. And it's not too musky. And I really do like this one a lot. It's very, very nice for the spring.
So I would really recommend that. Low Blur by Mimu. Another one for work to finish off with. This one is by Gucci and I don't usually like Gucci I have to say I am not a Gucci fan I don't think I've ever come across a fragrance before that I've liked of theirs but I do like this one this is Gucci bamboo and this is coming out to complement their bamboo fashion range so we have Casablanca lily which is a lovely smell and then we have orange blossom Tahitian vanilla and sandalwood and then ambergris, or grey amber, as they say. It's crisp, it's clean, not too sweet, nice and bright, without being kind of harsh. A little of it lasts, and it's not too heavy for the office, and it's really kind of sophisticated without being in your face. I really, really like this one. It's a lovely one to wear, if you're going out somewhere in the day or even for the evening it's a really nice spring floral and i'm very impressed with this one so those are my picks of spring perfumes a lot of those you could also give as mother's day presents if you wanted to i'm sure any mum would be glad to receive any of those i really do hope that you've enjoyed those fragrance files perfume picks for spring do let me know what you think of them and i will see you again soon on the fashionability podcast until then take care bye bye you're listening to the fashionability channel podcast your guide to accessible style finally style within reach of everyone follow us on twitter at inclusive style or on facebook at facebook.com slash fashionability write to us at fashionability channel at gmail.com download the fashionability channel podcast from itunes blueberry google play or from fashionabilitychannel.com thanks for listening <laughs>